What is up, ladies and gentlemen? This is Muted No More, and I'm your guy, Dan Dudziak. Welcome. Long time no talk, huh? Uh, how is everybody doing? I hope you're all well and healthy. I am doing all right over here in my neck of the woods anyway. I am leaving to go camping today for the weekend, uh, working Monday and Tuesday all day as well. So I figured I would give you guys a holler before I go. Episode 11 is here today. And we have a combo episode, if you will, uh, on the ledger for today. First, an obligatory thank you and sappy appreciation message to everyone that has supported this crazy, wild journey and goal of mine. Uh, the outpour of love and support has been, fuck, overwhelming, to say the very least. And I couldn't be more thankful for that. The countless messages I've received Every single one went noticed. So, again, thank you for that. So, for anyone that had the pleasure or displeasure, in some instances, of knowing me about four to five years ago, knows how much I've changed in that span for, again, a multitude of reasons. I used to be a very negative person, to keep it light. Uh, I didn't communicate I had a permanent chip on my shoulder that was alive and well, again, 24-7, as I've made mention to before. Um, I was just very, I was very robotic, very un, unemotional. Alcohol had a absolute chokehold on my life, and I was trapped. So then I had a crossroad. Uh, one way is a, a slow journey to recovery and again, accomplishing goals and being the best version of myself I knew how. The other way, or the continuance of the one road anyway, was exactly that, a continuance. It was just a, a road to destruction of my life, of my relationships, of my friendships, of my health, however you want to say it. And if I continued there, who the hell knows where I would have ended up. So I chose the the detour. I didn't cho choose the continuance, but I chose the detour, that being recovery, bettering myself, etc. I reconnected myself emotionally. I reconnected myself with my friends and family and loved ones. I went to AA to loosen that chokehold of alcohol that it had on my life. And and I found good old Dudzy again. That's, for those of you that don't know, Duds, D-U-D-Z, or at a Y, Dudzy. It's my nickname. <laughs> found him. Found him again. Uh, again, I've, I've made mention before that I've always, I've always had this creative mind, I guess you could say, and one hell of a voice. Again, if you ask anyone that's known me then, now, forever, my voice can lead to a lot of positive things, but also in years past, it's... It's led me to a lot of issues, to say the very least. I, I started this podcast um, predominantly as a joke, to be perfectly honest with you, for me and my buddies to sit round table, crack open some beers, and just shit talk each other, shit talk each other's lives, their uh, sports teams they like, their views on the whatever. It was just going to be a big, laughy, jokey party. Um, but this has become so much more than, than just that.
because believe you me, the shit talking will definitely happen as our lives return to a, a sense of normalcy. You can, you could take that one to the bank. Uh, but on the other side of the coin, this podcast has become a creative outlet uh, for me and hopefully for other people as well. It's a, a voice for the voiceless. I love that expression. I really do. And it's just become a straight up platform for open communication, for positivity, for, uh, you know, us to vibe and just shoot the shit about everyday stuff or hopes and dream, whatever, whatever the case might be. It, it's a way of me leaving the biggest, the most positive footprint in the ground before I leave earth. Um, for a long time, I guess, um, not even, I guess, for a long time, period. I was disgusted with who I was looking at in the mirror or who was looking back at me when I was the one looking in the mirror. And no, not because I'm balding and because I have fucking crooked teeth, okay? No, it was like looking at a shell of a man. Realistically, that's all. I was a silhouette of myself and that was it. But if you were to ask me that question today, do you like who you... You know, do you like what you see when you look in the mirror? Yeah, I do. I don't see that shell. I don't see that terrible human being any longer. I, I see a positive, uh, strong, powerful, still balding, <laughs> but all of those three things plus many more young man every single time without fail. So with all of that being said to my family, to my friends, to my fiance, and to every single one of you, listeners, um, people that have sent me messages, people that have just sent me love and positivity. Thank you. This is the beginning of something unbelievably special. And rest assured, we're only cracking the surface, as they say. I love you all. Don't ever forget that, okay? Now, we uh, we head over to the second portion of the episode, quote unquote. Amongst all of my humor and nonsensical bullshit that I spew every now and again, and of course the sports talk, I found quite the passion, if you will, for deep thought and thought-provoking conversation. Uh, there's a lot of deep-minded people in the world, um, and I guess I never realized that some of the people I hold near and dear to my heart are as open-minded and also love thought-provoking conversation as much as I do. So that was pretty dope to, to figure that out about some people. And I'm sure people found that out uh, about me as well. I have received hundreds of messages. And when I say hundreds, I mean, I can't even count. Hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of messages on any platform on, again, right here on Anchor, any of my social media accounts, people have texted me, people have called me nonstop. And it's unbelievable. And I am so appreciative of that. Um, most of those messages, and when I say most, I mean, we're talking over 90%. Most of them have been positive, and they have been in regards to a ton of different things, whether it's, again, input for future episodes, uh, comments, questions, concerns on episodes that I dropped that day, um, answering questions I've posed, bringing up points. Uh, I went on a rant recently about the fucking devil that is racism. Um, so many people reached out and I was so stoked about it because I learned so, so much from so, so many people. It was cool. 
I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, with these messages, however, I've noticed a bit of a pattern in, I would say more than half of them, if it wasn't directly related to an episode or a specific topic or what have you. A lot of them are, a lot of the questions or messages that I'm receiving are deep, philosophical, thought-provoking questions. And that, I won't lie, that that wasn't the goal. I, I didn't want to, again, have people express themselves like that. Uh, I didn't think that was going to be the goal. Again, I told you this was supposed to be a round table, my buddies and I shooting the shit, and that was it. Um, so this podcast taking that turn into that direction has been kind of a, not a culture shock, but it's been definitely a surprise that I, again, couldn't be more stoked about. And as I've said before, thanks a ton for that because it's added a new twist on how I think and hopefully with what I respond with kind of puts a twist on how you think as well. I have been pretty good about answering them or responding or what have you. But then I kind of had an idea a little bit. I saved a couple of my favorites and I didn't respond to them. And I'm actually going to answer them here today. You know, keep your ears peeled because I like the idea of keeping it anonymous. I'm not going to rattle off who said what. And partially because I personally don't know a couple of the people that have sent me messages, which is also fucking unbelievable to me. It's it's amazing. So again, I'm going to keep it anonymous. I chose 10 out of, again, without exaggerating, hundreds of messages. So I chose 10. Going to keep it anonymous. I'm going to answer them. So without further ado, we'll start. What is one thing people always misunderstand about you? I love this question for a multitude of reasons. Um, As I said before, four or five years ago, I was, again, just a shell. What you saw on the outside is what you got. You weren't cracking that shell. You weren't diving deep. You weren't anything like that. Um, something that people always misunderstand about me. My answer to that would be my voice and not the tone and not how I sound when I speak my voice. I, and my friends and my family and my fiance and whomever else that knows me can vouch for this. Sometimes when I talk, I seem very disinterested. I seem very attitude I seem very cutthroat, um, But again, for a long time, I wasn't letting people crack the surface. And then as I reconnected and I refound myself, I knew that needed to happen because you don't solve any problems. You don't correct things that are wrong about you without letting somebody help. You know, there's only so much you can do yourself. Um, So when I let people crack that surface, people kind of got a little bit of an inside look on my mindset and just how I say things, um, again, it may come across disrespectful and it may come across like I'm disinterested or that I have an attitude, but that certainly is not the case, you know, 90% of the time. Again, it's situational awareness as far as, you know, again, my friends, family, whoever are concerned, um, if it's a good situation and I seem as though I'm disinterested or I have an attitude, that's probably not the case, but again, difficult for people to decipher and everybody's different. So again, my voice, for, again, a multitude of reasons, as I just expressed. 
Number two, what is your biggest regret in life? I am not one to regret many things. Again, that's kind of far-fetched to say because we all do it, you know, subconsciously even sometimes. And I don't, I can't say that I have many regrets in my life because again, even negatives have brought me to where I am sitting in front of you today. But if you force my hand at picking one or my biggest one, even it's not finishing school, uh, college specifically, and or taking it seriously. I didn't do either one of those. So I went to Hutch Tech again for high school. Um, Hutch Tech is one of very few high schools in Western New York that make you declare a major, quote unquote. Uh, it's a technical school. So if my memory serves me correct, you had engineering technology, you had biochemical technology, and you had electrical technology. And I kind of, prior to going there, was kind of fascinated with architecture a little bit, um, how buildings were standing, the differences, et cetera, et cetera. So I chose engineering, uh, computer-aided drawing, you know, drafting, building, you know, what have, just making blueprints, you know, like anything in a, your typical engineer would do. And I was really, really good at it. And I really, really enjoyed it. Um, so, I mean, I still have a jump drive with all of my computer-aided drawings on it from high school. And I'll look back when I want to reminisce every now and again. And I sometimes, again, kick myself in the ass, so to speak, for not continuing with that. It would have been a four-year degree. I probably could have gone for a little bit longer. It's something that I definitely enjoyed doing. Um, so then I graduate high school and I, instead of taking the financially smart route, for lack of better words, in going to like ECC and getting prereqs out of the way, I said, nah, let's go to Duville, a private Catholic college and just spend my life savings on an education that I'm not even using. <laughs> I didn't go for engineering. I went for um, exercise and sports studies to get into physical therapy because again, I had been to physical therapy growing up for my multitude of injuries and it was very entertaining. Um, I liked any of the physical therapists that I came in contact with. And I liked the idea of being that when I grew up, um, because again, some of the injuries that I went through were, I don't know, 10, 11, 12, 13 years old. So I had a, a while to think about, you know, what I wanted to be when I grew up. So I did that. I went for, uh, I don't know, three years, three and a half years. Didn't even get a four year out of it for Christ's sake. Um, because I didn't take it seriously. I was in college. I wanted to chase girls. I wanted to drink beer. I wanted, you know, to not be in class and write my 13 page dissertation paper or whatever, you know? Um, so yeah, that's, that's a big regret, whether it's again, not finishing school, at least popping out a four year as much as I hated it and, or, just going a completely different route in sticking with engineering. I feel like that could have changed the face of my life a little bit, but here we are today. Uh, number three, top five favorite movies. I like this one. It's kind of not thought provoking, but at the same time, it's, it definitely made me think. And I, to the point where I kind of had to write down 20 of them and like make a list. Um, 
top five, <clears throat> top five favorite movies. Number five, Tommy Boy. Again, Chris Farley, you the man. Wish we were still here. Love you. Number four, Goodfellas. If you haven't seen it, you're dead to me. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I don't just, I, I'm a big advocate for mobster movies. You know, De Niro, Pesci, all them. They, they do a really good job. Number three, The Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Again, if you ain't seen it, you need to. My fiance just saw it for the first time about a month ago, and she was awestruck. Henceforth, why is number three on my list? Number two, The Godfather. I will not say any more. That sticks at my number two. Uh, number one, Billy Madison. And you're probably now thinking to yourself, what in the fuck is wrong with you? But if you know me, you know my love for my main man, Adam Sandler. Um, just a comedic genius, uh, a positive person in the world. Just, again, his late 80s, early 90s, even mid-2000s movies, Billy Madison, The Waterboy, Mr. Deeds, f- fuck, Happy Gilmore, just absolutely hysterical. And, and he's still coming out with stuff. I mean, Netflix-based, but just comical, laugh like belly laughing, just silly, silly laughing. You know, again, comedy special on Netflix. If you haven't seen it, do it. He, he is just an absolute genius. So again, number one, Billy Madison. Uh, number four question, that is. What are the most valuable traits you see in a person? Uh, that was a good one too. Um, because again, I like to surround myself with someone that is compatible with me. Uh, so I chose three of them. Uh, number one, first and foremost for me is humor. I love to laugh. I love to make people laugh. I love to be around people that are funny, that I can enjoy myself being around. So that one is kind of self-explanatory. Number two, I like to be around someone that's open-minded. Again, I've preached on this podcast for months now that we all, as a collective, myself included, need to be more open-minded about things in the world, whether it's current events with racism and things like that, or just fixing yourself as a person or changing your opinions on something or what have you. You need to be open-minded in order to do any of those things. Uh, Number three on that list is spontaneity, people being spontaneous. Uh, I love traveling. I love trying new things, foods, experiences, um, whatever. So if I'm living my life and hanging out with friends that are marshmallows, so to speak, or I'm engaged to someone that's kind of bleh, that doesn't do shit for me. I want to come and go and see and experience and laugh. And it all kind of ties in a little bit. So humor open-mindedness, and being spontaneous. Those are the most valuable traits I see in a person. Uh, Question number five, what is one goal that you've yet to accomplish? Again, I like that too, because my main goal prior to a couple months ago was uh, starting this here podcast. So we nixed that off the list. Um, Again, I have expressed it before. I'm a huge baseball guy. And a couple years back, Went on a nice little road trip, um, hit a bunch of major league stadiums out of the way, bunch of them. Um, I, I got to hit the West Coast and and literally fly into Seattle, and then fly into I don't know, L.A. and just ride along the West Coast, rent a car and just go hit knock stadiums off one by one. So one of the goals I've I've yet to accomplish is hitting every 
Major League Baseball Stadium. And in due time, hopefully before they come out with a new one or one of them gets torn down or what have you, I will uh, hit that. And I guess another goal, uh, not sports-oriented, more towards the spontaneity, if you will, I have yet to skydive. That is one thing that I dream of, to say the very least. Um, it's exhilarating, as I, probably as exhilarating as it gets, you'd think. Um, I can't wait. Uh, I would love to do it. And again, in due time, I, I will uh, make sure I post some pictures when I, when I do it so I can prove to you I did it. Uh, number six, what is your favorite beer? Short, sweet, to the point. I like it. Uh, again, huge beer guy, more uh, of a beer lover than any liquor or anything like that. Liquor, I barely know her. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, any IPA for me, as long as it's not a stout or a porter. I'm a, a blonde ale, pale ale, you know, hoppy kind of guy. Uh, Wegmans around this area and all throughout the Northeast grocery store. For those of you that don't know what it is or don't have one by you, first of all, I'm sorry for that because it's the bee's knees. Um, Wegmans has a build your own six pack for craft IPA and it is $9.99 and it is the best thing ever created. Um, I guess if I had to pick a favorite IPA, I'd probably go Kona Longboard. Anything, oh fuck, anything Kona, K-O-N-A. If Here's my seamless plug, Kona, if you're listening, or anybody knows a, a rep from Kona, sponsor me. No, I'm kidding. Um, delicious. Any of them are delicious, and I, I find myself leaning towards them all the time. Also, when I go to new places, different cities and things like that, I find myself sitting in a brewery in some capacity, right? You know, go for dinner, hang out. I love trying local breweries, uh, beers from them, I, whether it's an IPA or, you know, a light beer or what have you. I love, uh, I love trying stuff from local places, you know, because again, kind of bring it home with you or tell people about it and it becomes popular and you know, brand up a little bit, kind of expand your horizons, so to speak. Uh, question number seven. If heaven is real and you died tomorrow, would you get in? Well, I, uh, as I've expressed before, man, that's a deep ass question. Holy shit. Uh, as I said before, if we're talking five years ago, there was no chance on God's green earth that I would have gotten in. I would have gotten up to the gate and he would have said, uh, no. And he would have hit the button. I would have fell through the floor and then I would have been in hell. No questions about it. But, selfishly and kind of cocky of me to say something like this, but if it were today or like tomorrow, you know, with the positive changes and how caring I've gotten, I think I'd get in, to be honest with you. I think, I think the big man upstairs would say, you know what? Again, five years ago, I would have said, nope, see ya. But because you've made changes and you've, changed your life for the better and you're a more caring person and you're a more emotionally connected person, come on in. I, I think, yeah, if it was today, tomorrow, next week, as long as I keep the same pattern and I don't go on a fucking crime spree, <laughs> I, I think I'm getting in, ladies and gentlemen. That's it's cool for me to say that. I never really even thought about that question. So kudos to, to you, question number seven maker. <laughs> uh, number eight, if you were to explore the oceans, outer space, or 10 different countries, which would you choose? Kind of worded 
weird, but so I got three options, explore the oceans, explore outer space, or explore 10 different countries, but I have to pick one, which would I choose? That one is an absolute no brainer. Quick, quick draw on the 10 different countries. Um, as much as I love being on the water or you know, what have you, I, I don't know. I can just go fishing or, you know, go to Florida and dip my toesies in the, you know, ocean. I don't know. Uh, outer space. Nah, I'm good. Nah, takes a while to get up there and yeah, I'm, it's cool to see articles about NASA, you know, launching shit. I don't know. I'm good. Uh, 10 different countries is what I picked. No questions asked. I, I want to see so much. I want to do so much. I consider myself a traveler as it is, even if it's just like bonehead road trips to Detroit for a Red Wings game during the middle of the hockey season. It's cool shit. I, I look forward to it. Again, we're supposed to go to Florida in August. Who the fuck knows if that's going to happen. But again, anytime I get some time off, I want to come. I want to go going camping this weekend. Come, go, do, see, experience, take pictures, soak it in. Um, plus, I could probably name 10 countries right now that I would hop on a jet and go tomorrow. Uh, England, Poland, Ireland, Iceland, uh, Lofoten Islands off the coast of, coast of Norway. That's five right there. Boom. Um, f- fuck Italy, France. I'm go- Greece. I'm going. I'm going. Ten countries. No questions asked. Question number nine. This one um, actually was one of the negatives, believe it or not. I chose a negative question. Um, this person, again, keeping it completely anonymous, this is what they said to me. I kind of got a little bit of laugh out of it, but at the same time, I definitely developed my own opinion. This is the question. What makes you think you can change racism as a nobody? That was obviously after my uh, episode four rant, I think. Whatever. Yeah. Episode four was my rant. Um, There was not too long after that. I'm presuming they listened to it. I don't know this person personally, which is good uh, because then I wouldn't anymore. Um, I guess, again, it's a negative for sure, because that right there, that question is the problem. You are the, the problem. And I I guess singling, saying the word you are, you, you are the problem isn't correct of me. So I'll rephrase a question like that is the problem. That mindset is the problem, man. It bothers. I, again, I got a laugh out of it, and that's kind of insensitive of me because it's just kind of like, I don't know. It's, whoa, you know when I see it. But man, how? First of all, I don't know how you can say without even meeting someone or knowing who the hell they are or who the hell they're about or what they do in their everyday life aside from a measly podcast. How you can say somebody is a, a nobody? I'm not a nobody. Again, any of you that listen to this, and again, I know personally or what have, none of us are nobodies. Again, the, the situation that we're in right now in the United States, and fuck, even the world, there's a call to action. That That's the best way I can put it. How long are we going to let this shit go f- for. I don't know about any of you, but I won't stand for it any longer. Again, this, 
is one of the most crazy positive reactions uh, I've seen in my entire life when it comes to racial injustice in the United States. And, and I couldn't be happier about that. Again, could I go without people throwing cocktails through the window of Buffalo city hall, trying to set it on fire? Sure. You know, retired police captains getting shot dead on Facebook live all the while trying to protect their pawn shop or whatever business he had. Yeah, I could definitely 100% fucking go without that. But at the end of the day, somebody needs to say something. Somebody needs to to do something. And I don't give a shit if my, my role in this is open communication, open dialogue, learning and understanding, all the while making uh, my friends and, and just people of color and different nationalities in general understand my thinking what I was brought up with. Because again, as I've mentioned before, I was brought up to accept. If somebody wrongs you personally, that is your ticket to to shun them. Not to cause a fucking race war, but black, white, Latino, uh, Asian American, what have you. doesn't matter what color they are. If they wrong you or they do something very bad, that is your excuse to say, nope, I'm good. Whether you know them or not, nah, I'm good. But again, I've mentioned, I've made mention before. If that means that when I bring children into this world, I coach them and teach them and make them understand that this is an ongoing problem. It's been an ongoing problem my entire life. And make sure that they're the next generation to continue this fight because that's exactly what it is. It's a fight. And I'll be damned if I sit idly by doing fucking nothing about it. Again, I know I'm getting into episode four rant mode again, but man, take a look outside again, see what's going on, turn on your TV and pull up any news station with what's still going on in major cities across the United States. Again, I'm not a nobody first and foremost. Let's, let's nix that right off the jump. Secondly, I'm not saying that I'm going to be the next Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. By any sense of the fucking word, not once have I ever said that. But what I am saying is I'll be damned if I sit idly by and I'll be damned if I'm one of the people that happen to be Caucasian that are a part of this fucking problem. I am going to be open-minded. I am going to do whatever I can to create a solution to the problem that is racial injustice, period. Okay. Question number 10. (laughs) Okay. How do you wish to be remembered? Question number 10. How do you wish to be remembered? I saved that one for last because... I like it the best. Um, I want to be remembered as a positive human being. Again, if I've had a, a nickel for every single time that I've said that over the past six months, I, I want to be remembered as a positive human being. I want to be remembered as a funny human being, someone that somebody could run to when they needed a laugh, when they needed a pick-me-up, when they needed 
a stupid ass joke or a stupid ass story from my job or my life or whatever. And it was going to pick them up. I want to be somebody that I want to be remembered as someone that people could come to with any issue, with any, with anything. And again, this kind of ties into it a little bit with creating this podcast and people reaching out with questions and wanting to get to know me. And I love it. I absolutely love the open dialogue. Can't, can't get enough of it. Truthfully. I, I want to be remembered as a great friend. And again, a couple of years ago, I was everything but a great friend. Um, but hopefully I've redeemed myself as far as that goes. I want to be a great husband. I want to be a great father someday. Um, yeah, just, I know it's kind of generic, but again, I, I want to leave a footprint here on earth and hopefully it'll be for something that no matter how big or how small it, it, it was big enough to leave that footprint. So there's that. Um, so that was 10, 10 questions out of again, fucking hundreds. Um, could have chose a ton of different ones. I tried to pick my favorite ones, kind of some that are off topic, off the thought provoking train, quote unquote, but even then beer and movies and, you know, goals to be accomplished. That's, I don't know, not your philosophical thought provoking questions, but it was definitely thought provoking. Um, if again, consider this an open invitation. If you have questions that maybe you've been holding back, or if some of these questions cause you to think of more questions, 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 whatever thoughts, uh, input, what have you shoot me a message, anchor, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, text me, call me, whatever, do it. Uh, I love the open dialogue. I love discussing things. I love this shit period. And again, if you can get a little bit of insight into my life, then I can get a little bit of insight into yours. And then there we have it. We know a little bit more about one another. Uh, I love the the demographic that I'm I'm gaining from this, uh, not just my friends and family any longer. I have people messaging me that I've never met that don't even live in the United States. And it's fucking amazing. It, it, I, that is the only, only way I can put it. Again, uh, thank you for all the love and the input and the support and the retweeting and the, the sending links and group chats and whatever. Thank you. I cannot say it enough. If I've learned anything at all from starting this here podcast, it's you need to accomplish your goals, no matter how big, no matter how small you get, you got to have the strive to accomplish them, right? Again, waking up in the morning is, is an accomplishment for Christ's sake. Um, again, I wanted to start, you know, I wanted to start a podcast. Me and my friends talked about it for fucking years, years as we listen to Barstool and we listen to Joe Rogan and, and all these big time guys that are super fucking entertaining and super good. But who was going to be the one to pull the trigger? Me. I did it. Here we are, boys and girls. We did it. Um, that was a huge goal of mine. Again, I expressed two other ones in hitting every, every uh, Major League Baseball stadium and skydiving. I got hundreds of thousands of different, again, big, small, whatever. To go out and do them. That's my advice because it's very fulfilling. It's very rewarding. And it makes you feel really, really good at the end of the day. You know, I love doing this. I'm glad I started it. 
you know, again, go, when I hit a, a new major league stadium, I, I love it. I, I take pictures. I soak it in. It's dope. I enjoy it. Skydiving. It's going to be the time of my life. 100%. Along with accomplishing goals, you, you need to find something you're passionate about. Again, whatever that might be, reading, writing, making music, starting a podcast. I'll tell you what, Anchor, the site in general, made it super easy for me to start this, and I couldn't be more appreciative of that as well. Um, yeah, get out there and do something. Find your purpose. That's, that's my advice. Uh, as for me, I'll talk to you guys in about a week. Again, camping weekend, working Monday, Tuesday. Try and get a hold of you guys next week for, for sure. Can't wait for that. Stay safe as always. Uh, stay healthy as always. I know in some countries and well, even states in, in the U.S., COVID-19 is kind of rearing its ugly head more than the first time. Um, take your precautions. Do what you need to do. I know you're getting stir crazy. I know you're going fucking nuts. Um, do what you need to do. Do your part for this all to be contained so we can go back to a sense of, of normalcy. Um, again, find your way, your personal way to leave a positive footprint here on earth for whenever it is you go. And hopefully that's hundreds and hundreds of years from now, but start thinking now because time flies until next time. Y'all again, we'll talk to you real soon. Peace.